Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, and anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we've got some Super 7. These are all quick mentions. Lego, Mr. Potato Head. Then to get into our discussion topics, we got some Hasbro, more Lego, Mighty Jacks, some Mattel Uno, and Mattel Polly Pocket. There we go. We're talking Polly Pocket today. And then some collection updates from Strick, from Motel and myself. I'm Strick. There we go. And uh, Motel, why don't you uh, kick us off here? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, dude. And this cast, we are loaded to the max. Some might call us the Animaniacs. We are talking Super 7. The Animaniacs Ultimates Wave 1. Oh my goodness, Strick. I know these are quick mentions, but I want to get your, your initial thoughts. I'm still catching up from that sick transition, man. But these <laughs> these are looking good. So are you getting all this stuff? Wow, that's a lot of stuff going on in there. All right, tell us, what, tell us quickly what right, we're getting, because this quick, looks cool. Yeah, quickly, we are getting the five characters that you expect. You're getting Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, the three Animaniacs, and also Pinky and the Brain. I was not a fan of this cartoon. I hated when it was on, but <laughs> if there was nothing else on, I just watched it because it was cartoons. So these, oh, to me, uh, you can be excited about them. They are like $55 a piece. So that's a big ask because when I look at Animaniacs, I think, oh, that's probably like a McDonald's toy or a Wendy's toy. But yeah. no, no, we're, we're getting premium collectibles. So have, have at it with however you want to have at it. If you really want to plunk down money for this stuff, if you're super into Animaniacs, then man, Super 7 is just answering all your prayers. 275 for the whole lot, man. That's looking good. That's a, that's a tall ask. Um, I felt the same way about Anima- Animaniacs. I know these are quick mentions, as you did, which I feel like is surprising because we're, we're a little divided when it comes to content, but we do agree on that one. <laughs> but the one thing I want to mention, the, the Wendy's toy, man, that thing was so good. The Yakko. <laughs> yes, this, dude. I, wait, are you thinking of the, uh, the Sky Flyer or whatever it was? Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking oh, about. That was my hands down my favorite fast food toy of all time. <laughs> Let's keep going. Mr. Potato Head, this is my man, Mr. Potato Head, the Yam DeLorean. How do you like that play on words? This I love me some wordplay, dude. This feels like you and me were just sitting in the boardroom just like, what are we calling this boy? How about that Yam DeLorean? <laughs> and make that little spud, his little baby Yoda. This thing is just looking good. We got some Mr. Potato Head in my house, so I'm, I'm eyeing this boy up a little bit. I love that if you read in the description that it's available for pre-order. Uh, never in my life did I think I was going to see... Mr. Potato Head up for pre-order. But there it is. It's, it's up the for world we live in, man. It's the world we live in. <laughs> All right, keeping the quick mentions going. Dude, check out this boy. I, I'm like, I saw this and I was like, wait, I had to do a double take. The a Lego knockoff Squid Game. Did you watch Squid Game? I've seen some of the first season, so I'm, I'm with you on this. Okay, so brutal show, brutal Netflix show. This just, this just screams like st- something Lego would never condone or make. Um, just with all the, the killing that happens in the show. And I just love to see it in just like little knockoff Lego form because it's it's looks really uh, close to Lego here. So it just made me giggle, made me laugh, and uh, gave me a chance to remember Squid Game because I haven't talked about it in like a month. <laughs> How many seasons are there? I think there's just one. Oh, okay. 
yes so if you're if you're halfway through one you basically got the whole gist of the show and then uh i think uh, oh wait hold on another one here is the new york toy fair nuremberg nuremberg can't say that one toy fair canceled man these are canceled. Are you bummed? Um, I'm not really bummed just because I wouldn't be able to attend them anyway. I do like the live or the uh, coverage that we get from some toy YouTubers, uh, so I appreciate that. But really, I mean, you can all the all this stuff's going to be online anyway to some degree. So we're all just going to find out together for all these reveals, I guess. I feel the same way. So not really. It was news, but not really news to me. That's why it's in quick mentions. And then lastly, all these are mine, man. Uh, Lego Indiana Jones. But this one, this one's going to pull on your heartstrings. I know how much you love that Lego Indiana Jones. They're coming back, man. Rumored for 2022. You putting some money aside? I don't know how much I love Lego Indiana Jones specifically. I do love Indiana Jones, specifically the Temple of Doom. That is one of my favorite Indiana Jones film. I know that's a controversial opinion, but... Which one's that one in order? It's the, it's the one right after Raiders. You got to give me one, two, or three. Oh, it's the second <laughs> film. The second film. Yes. I've, I don't think I've, I've maybe seen half of one. Oh, we know this already. We know that I haven't seen them. <laughs> so you're going to buy these. Uh, I'm interested in the minifigures. Yeah. Um, collectability standpoint, like this stuff did really well when it first came out. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty interested in it. Well, I look forward to seeing them. man i ain't afraid of no ghosts and i ain't afraid of these figures either because they're pretty adorable uh we are talking ghostbusters plasma series mini puffs these are obviously figures based off of the new ghostbusters ghostbusters afterlife did you see the new movie i did see the new movie oh all right now that's kind of why i just sort of wanted to you know, shoehorn this topic on here just because I kind of wanted to give my opinion just because I believe I said I would uh, in a future installment uh, after I'd seen the movie. Did you see the movie or not? I did not. I'm very curious. Yeah, I was able to stream it. Don't ask me how. I was able to stream it, though. Illegally. Sat through the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're telling me something. (laughs) When I say I sat through the whole thing, it it was a snore. It it was a snore. Really? Oh, man. You know, it was like watching the stop animation Rudolph, dude. It was a snore. <laughs> it was that's, slow. That's such a shame, man. It was slow, dude. What's the runtime? Is it long? Is it like two two hours plus? It whatever it was, double it because that's what it felt like. <laughs> it was slow, man. It it was it was hard. I mean, we watched it uh, New Year's Eve actually, um, pretty early on in the night. Uh, we sat down and watched it and. Uh, I think my wife was kind of falling asleep at parts. My father was falling asleep at parts. Uh, yeah, we we did like a whole family view uh, on this boy, and mm. I w- I was kind of like the only one that was like really invested in it, just because I wanted to give it a fair shake. Let's let's put that let's table that for for one second. Let's talk about what we're getting here or what yes, is yes, actually already out. It's the mini puffs, just like I said, man. It's 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 what it's it's the big thing that they wanted to promote and market out of this oh man remember stay puffed now he's mini oh just like the mandalorian you know baby yoda that worked here's mini stay puffed you're getting three mini stay puffed figures uh and they all come with little different faces and you can swap them around 
Uh, the idea is to buy multiple sets of these and you can just stand them around your action figure collection or your role play items just because I think they're, they'd probably be more so in scale with like role play stuff uh, than they would actually action figures. Like the pla- these aren't in scale with like plasma series figures. Just like don't get that twisted. These are like three. Yeah, they're 3.5 inch um, and plasma, I think, is like six inch so that they're not in scale because these guys are like super tiny. They're like the sizes of like jumbo marshmallows. But yeah, the idea is to like army build this and you know, it's, it's all adorable and it's hilarious and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. So, did, was there any like lasting impression from the film? Like did these at least kind of make did, it a little bit better? Did you watch the trailer? Cause there you go. Watch the trailer again and, the, and you'll have your fill. Cause that's about all they're in it. Really? They make one little last push at the end. I don't, you know what? I'm going to talk about spoilers. I don't care. It's yeah, kind of spoiler for me. Um, yeah. Spoiler, spoilers alert. Yeah. They, um, Gozer comes back, uh, from the, from the first movie. Oh my God. I remember Gozer. <gasps> Gozer comes back. Oh my gosh. From the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. So Gozer's back and they're trying to like do this elaborate trap, uh, to contain her. And these guys play like, they're like a small obstacle that, uh, one of the, uh, new Ghostbusters has to deal with like at the very, and a very small, like it's minute. It was just another way to like, you know, crowbar them into, into the movie. That's a shame, man. It is, dude. The whole, the whole movie was just like, oh man, remember this? Oh my gosh. I remember that. And it's just what I said a couple of episodes ago, a couple of months when I was just like, this is, this is what the movie's going to be. And sure enough, that's what it was. It was slow paced. And the whole thing was just, oh, remember the first movie. Oh, this is how they did it in the first movie. Remember the first movie? Yes, I remember the first movie. I mean, it came down to, uh, you know, Harold Ramis, you know, passed away and obviously wouldn't have been in this. Right. Well, he was in it. They put him in as a ghost and he helped uh, stave off Gozer at the very end. And wow. you're supposed to, supposed to, you know, shed a few tears over it, which I did not. I just felt like it was a little heavy handed. Uh, a l- little too on the nose. What did you want from this film? Do you think this taints the, the like the Ghostbusters brand at all? This film. You know what? I, that's kind of the question I asked uh, myself with the 2016 horrible film, and I I, I don't think it does. You know, the 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 original is just going to stand on its own. The second one uh, goes with the original, but uh, you know, it's not as widely beloved as the first one, even though it's still a good movie. And then this one. You know, it's it, it's it's trying to just work off the success of the original. I think we, we covered this before, but we, we're kind of on two separate planes where you're like, oh, I liked Ghostbusters. I remember it kind of. It was all right. But me, you know, I'm the person that has like the, the really deep appreciation for it. It was a big part of my childhood. And I still love sitting down. I could watch this movie at any time. Like if anybody's like, hey, let's watch Ghostbusters. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm down. Like, that's fine. Yeah. And you're not there. So maybe no, you very would far like, from that. <laughs> maybe you would like this. They're probably selling to like a general audience that was like aware of Ghostbusters, just because this is like, I mean, they wanted you to like, oh yeah, remember, remember, remember. It's like, I mean, dude, I'm a person that's like, oh yeah, what was the uh, premium selling at a uh, Pizza Hut, you know, for the kids' meals in 1996, <laughs> the summer of 1996? Like, I'm thinking about that stuff constantly. 
so I wasn't remembering any of this, you know, as they, they spoon fed it to me. It's like it's <laughs> it's front right in front of the center of my brain. So I, I guess like your wife fell asleep, your your father fell asleep. Like they're the general audience, right? So they yeah. probably missed there too. Sure. I'm trying to give it some credit because I don't want to completely bash it just because I know there's people out there that adore this movie. I remember seeing it like as soon as it dropped, people were like, oh, I cried. Oh, it's amazing. I'm going back and seeing it, you know, five more times. I'm just like, this is going to be exactly what I'm expecting it to be. You know, member berries and, you know, the Goonies combined because, <laughs> you know, kids romping around in fields and being dirty. Hey, you know, you could buy this... Um, you know, three pack of, of mini puffs, and <laughs> there you go. I don't really know what else to say about it. I really just kind of wanted to talk about the movie, just because I said I was going to. So I got one more question, and then we can we can move yeah, on. Go for it. Let's let's say the next Ghostbusters movie comes out. Give it like four years. Next Ghostbusters movie comes out. What are your expectations of that movie? Oh, very low. I mean, we've we've had two stinkers in in a row here. So yeah, man. So that's kind of nice because the next one could be amazing. Yeah, but that's your true. expectations are going to be super low, so you're going to be blown away. That's kind of what happened to me with Star Wars. Well, I mean, the big draw here was like, oh, yeah, but the old Ghostbusters are in it. You know, Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson, Bill Murray, they're all in it. It's like, I, yeah, they are technically in it. I mean, they, they like, come on screen, and I, I don't even think they wanted to be there. Like, it's from how you, their body language um, sort of came off, like, and how they were delivering their lines. It was sort of like... Here, this is what everybody asked for, so I'm going to stand here and <laughs> deliver lines because everybody apparently wants this. So. I'm sure that's got to be a lot of what it is, man. It's like marketing, you know, this gets into like marketing business land and they're not thinking about the creative side of it at all. They're just like, all right, we got to spoon feed them. We, we need acro or, you know, we need everyone back. And, 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 you know, the people that really care about the story and care about the culture, they're just like, F this, man. Like, this is terrible. Yep. And it's my opinion here. Um, I don't want anybody coming after us here. This is just, I, I didn't enjoy it. Um, you can certainly watch this and enjoy it. We all have different opinions. That's just mine. Dude, are you, are you ready to plunk some money down in the investing market? Plunk? Yeah, let's plunk. Plunk it down, man, because Lego, I've seen this like maybe every year. But this, I've seen it again this year. Lego, better investment than gold. Study confirmed. That I see, like I said, see these every year. I've seen this multiple times this year. It just came up. It always comes up around December for whatever reason. And um, yeah, it's technically a better investment in gold. So I wanted to t tee it up with that to say that there are also these retiring sets this year. So if you're, you're interested in uh, plunking your money down into some, uh, some good cold hard cash here that's going to just pay you dividends, you can check out these lists. Do you see any of this stuff like on the action figure side of the world, like better than gold or like put your money here now? Well, I mean, we've talked about this before with like, this is like a study, like a, it looks like a case study, but we've talked about this before with like news articles uh, where people are just like, yeah, dig into your closet and pull out those uh, pristine He-Man, you know, characters that are still on card and the bubble's not broken. Those are worth hundreds thousands possibly depending on the rare characters that you have you know and it's just like that's to somebody who's not collecting action figures you know that's directed at like the again the general public and it's not directed towards me but like i re i see that i read it and i'm just sort of like i'm almost offended you know <laughs> to, to read stuff like that and i imagine you are too to it to a degree like when when you see stuff like this just because it's like 
yeah, a better investment than gold. Probably other precious metals as well, I would imagine, because if you actually do the work the, and, and do the research and, and know like what sets to invest in, because uh, I feel like this stuff also breeds idiots, uh, and I mean yeah. that in the nicest possible way, but it, it this article or case study read in a way where it's like, well, go out and buy whatever set, but just make sure it's pristine and then you know sit on it for 20 years and then it'll be worth you know thousands. Yeah, like it's, um, I've tried to, ex- someone brought this up at work, actually, and that's that's kind of why I wanted to put it on, because like anytime something comes up like this, and the people are like, well, should I just go out and buy some stuff? Like, should I just buy these ones? And I'm like, no, like, don't buy that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really got to like coach them along. So I, I really want to get back into this YouTube content, because I, I would like to help, you know, people that are interested and like, actually want to get into this, like they love Lego. It's like, it's pretty easy to love toys and Lego. So like, I don't think it's it's hard for like newbies to get into this. You just really need to know because you, you can get burnt. So I did link to like the sets retiring this year. If you're at all interested and like if you're listening to the cast, you probably are in some way interested in collecting or investing. And if Lego's your thing, check all of these out and like pay special attention to like the creator sets, some of the bigger sets that are exclusives, like the Stranger Things sets is about to retire this year. There's like going to be nothing to replace it. And that that series is coming back like this summer, I think. So stuff like that, like just kind of use your common sense. Like, all right, I don't see anything else like this or this just seems like a cool series that's running. Kind of like invest with your heart a little bit. Um, Typically, if you like it, then a lot of other people are going to like it. So that was a little bit of a soapbox, but just wanted to like prepare people if they come to this cast after seeing this cool article. I also feel like this is a perfect opportunity to clear the air. And it's not heavy air uh in in most cases but i feel like you know for a for a bit there, there's been a couple of comments on you know our youtube stuff uh and I, and I see it going around not just us but like what you do it is investing it's not scalping i feel like there's so many people that are just like want to poo poo on investing and there's a huge difference especially like with lego stuff uh just because i know lego is like a different world than a lot of like action figure uh, stuff just because the sets are like really in most cases I can see they're just totally completely made available to you and you have the you have, you have the decision to buy them or not to buy them and when to buy them uh, yeah. you, you have a lot of flexibility there scalping is more so like finding the the new hot thing immediately and going out and buying out the aisle and selling it for a jacked up price on eBay or something else right Investing is like, okay, well, I have X amount of time to think about, okay, well, should I carry this on past retirement and hold on to it for X amount of time? And there's a lot of, I know there's uh, there's a lot of thought and research and studying that goes on on your part to make those decisions. So there's a clear difference in my mind, and I hope that sort of clears it up for if anybody's listening that was unsure. Yeah, well said, man. Um, I, I don't know how much I have to add aside from like there is, there is a fine line. So I do understand when some people treat like, hey, there's this limited release and, you know, get yours because, um, you know, it's, it'll be a great investment later on. And like people look at that kind of stuff as scalping. It's like, ah, you're just trying to like make a buck off that um, where I kind of do, too. Like that's scalping to me. But like what motel described is like i know this line is ending people have had three years or more or you know around like two years to buy this thing and it's not like i'm buying up a whole lot of it but there are like some heavy investors that people kind of get annoyed with 
that once something is announced as retiring, they just like scoop them up really quick. And that that gets into like scalpery kind of territory. But it's like, all right, you had like two years or, you know, so to to get it. So don't bellyache too much and it'll be available in the aftermarket. Yeah, definitely. If anyone's interested, definitely. Uh, it's I think it's worth pursuing. I've done it for a long time. Continue. I plan to continue to do it. And um, yeah, until, until Lego just like falls from grace, I guess I'll I'll keep doing it. Alright, Strick. We are talking about the laziest cat we've ever known, Garfield, in the form of new collectibles. And when I say new collectibles, uh, these, I believe, are around the 4-inch mark. They are PVC standalone Garfield figures. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're, you're just like, okay, well, it sounds like that's been done before. Well, I mean, take a look at these boys, man. They are called Freenies Hidden Dissectables. So it looks like half Garfield, and then the other half is what the inside of Garfield looks like. <laughs> Super exciting. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try. Not, I'm really going to try my best. I feel like I'm being really negative this cast, and I don't know why we're opening with two things I'm going to be negative about. But Oh, man. I'm a little negative about about these. Um, these are being put out by Mighty Jacks, J A X X. I've never heard of them before. I've, I've never heard of this company before. I've I've heard of these dissectables because they've done uh, a couple others. I've, they did like Sesame Street and SpongeBob, uh, Care Bears, I think. Yeah, so they they they've done a couple of these, and now they're doing Garfield. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure why. Um, I'm not totally sure what to think about these. Before I go further, what's your initial thoughts on these? I'm like, I'm actually kind of back and forth. At first, I was like strangely attracted to them, but they're like really kind of dumb. So I, I don't know how to feel. It sounds like you don't like them. I don't, but that's, that's also coming from a person that doesn't like blind bag stuff anymore. Like, I hmm. hate this whole craze that we're in, and we've been in it for such, such a long time now where the whole thing is like buy up all these blind box collectibles and see which ones you get. Like I'm getting to the point where I'm, I'm I can't really tolerate it anymore just because <laughs> I just get annoyed seeing it. Like I just, I can't stand it. I have nothing. I have no stake in it. I don't buy this stuff, but I see it and I'm just like, man, like I almost think to myself, like what a waste of plastic. Oh yeah, dude. I think that all the time about stuff. Um, these definitely fit in that mold, but I don't know. Like I, I I I wish they these were just like like art or just like a meme or just something I could look at on online just like digitally it'd just be kind of interesting like the art's kind of cool the art the art style of this is cool but I don't think it needs to be a toy or collectible yeah well this comes from I I, I don't want to get this wrong I it it comes from a, an artist uh, Jason Freeney who's oh it says it here Jason Freeney who's an iconic dissection style artist. So, okay. Yeah. So th this is all from him. So, I mean, I could see this being, you know, like a one-off statue that gets sold, but the fact that you're sort of making it this blind bag type deal where you have to buy all these figures blindly to, to collect them all. 
um, just it kind of ruins it for me. And <laughs> to boot, I love how it's saying like you can buy a full box of these, like a full set of these if you want to. Like I love how that's what companies are like advertising that now as like just go ahead and buy the full box. <laughs> you know, that, I feel like that's stuff that shouldn't happen. I feel like you know you were doing that with like Lego minifigures, and I was always just like. Oh my God, you're buying the whole thing. But now it's just like being advertised, like buy the whole thing. I feel like that was never a thing before. No, I mean, not before like blind bags and stuff. I'm looking at some of this dude's art and it's very cool. Um, like he did Lego. He did like, actually did like Stay Puff. Um, but yeah, I'm with you, man. It, it is annoying that it's got to be in this blind bag form. Cause like, I don't even know. I know you probably wouldn't want any of these, but is there any, like one that stands out above the no, others? Not at all. And that's, that's another thing to hit on because it's, it's literally all Garfield. I mean, I get why it has to be because, you know, you have the anatomy down and it's I'm sure it's easily easy to to continue to pop out more of these just because it's the same cat over and over again, just in different poses and in different moods. I don't know why it's I don't know why it's like a blind bag collectible situation because it is literally just Garfield. And it looks like the chase variant is Garfield laying down in his box. That's the one people really want, man. I feel like you're you're sort of missing the mark when you're not putting uh you know masticated lasagna in his in his stomach in some of these shots you know i feel like that would be fun if you really love garfield um go ahead and and pick one of these blind bags up for 12.99 usd um wow that's that's a little rough dude it's it's getting pricey to continue to uh you know risk getting a double in in some of these situations these like we were just talking about Lego and like an investing and like whenever I feel like kind of scared or just like like who is this for like like who would buy this like at least I find comfort in like something that's either like a known known quantity or like I mean Garfield's a known quantity but just like this kind of half and half um what did you call it what is it like a dissectable yeah um it's not that well known so like if you plunk your money into this stuff if you're hoping to like get anything out of this it's like probably not like these things are gonna be pretty worthless down down the road and it's like you really just have to really love garfield and really love this dissectable stuff which is like such a small small niche group that's like i just worry for these companies you know they're just like (laughs) investing all this time and money into this stuff and like i i can't imagine they sell a ton of these you always have the business aspect i love it man that's you're always thinking about the company i think yeah dude like it's these people they got they got to provide for their families and stuff and they're like making these decisions i mean I don't know. It's like, I guess it's what they have to work with, but it's not what I would be trying. It's just like, if you like hunt on YouTube for just a little bit and you will just see the hundreds, you know, maybe thousands, I don't know, probably thousands of channels that just like unbox blind bag minifigures. Like that's all their content is, you know, no thought whatsoever. It's just like, let's buy this giant crate of minifigures and unbox them. And I'm going to get a hundred K views. And that goes with these Garfield dissectables. I'm sure there's a, a YouTube video of them being unboxed and people trying to be excited about them. As soon as I unbox something like this, and not that I ever do, but if I did, I'd just be like, okay, now I know which one I have. Now what? Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. They're trophies. You find the nice spot on the shelf and then they start collecting dust. They, it's yeah, they're like, just dust collectors. That's, that's all they are. Yeah. So yeah, these, these make me feel icky inside. I'm glad we're off to a good start here, man. Yeah, man. It's going <laughs> to keep prom- going, dude. <laughs> I, I promise you it is. We do have some nice topics to talk about. <laughs> In the second half, because my next one. All right, get ready. 
Alright, Motel. We're, we're speeding along. We're going as fast as we possibly can. And then we're just... We run into a little bit of spikes, but... We're not dead, man. We just lost all our coins. We're talking Sonic, man. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> we How just much... lost all our rings. We just lost all our rings, but we're talking Sonic. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog coming in Lego form. He's been in Lego form before, but this is his first full set. We got the green zone. I told you I'm going to be a little harsh on this, but give me your first honest opinion before I rip it to shreds. All right. It doesn't need to be a Lego set. I don't like it. All right, man. That was perfect. We can end the segment there. Is that your, <laughs> is that your real feelings? <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm not like, I can't, I don't live and breathe Sonic. I don't. It's it's something where it's like I played it when I was a kid. I like the video games. Um, I still have a Genesis, uh, and we do have Sonic Three. I know that's the one you like, but I I would never in a million years be like, oh, I need to have this Sonic Lego set. It needs to sit on my shelf. No, I'm with you. I have a, a couple problems with this, and I I feel pretty similar similarly about Sonic. I I did play it a ton, like more than Mario growing up. Like I was a Sega kid. Oh, okay, and. When I try to go back to it, dude, it doesn't hold up. Like, it's, I know people still love Sonic. The game is too fast. You have no idea what the heck's going on. And, like, I, that's how I played video games as a kid, is I would just, like, try to rush through the level as quickly as possible. So that was exciting as a kid. But it's, like, it's not a very fun tactical game. It's just, like, try to get through. Okay, you keep losing your rings, but you can kind of hang on. It's, it's a pretty bad game. Um, I, that's going to be very controversial, but... <laughs> I was going to say, man, poking a bear. I loved it as a kid, and it does not hold up for me personally, so I think it's a bad game. Um, this set is, like, a lot of things wrong with the set. One, the set it was based off was off of the different Sonic game. Two, there, I think there was actually a way better Robotnik, and I think there might have been, like, a Knuckles figure in there. They're, they're just going with the Sonic minifig here, which is, like, a real letdown. We, we already have him. I know he's redesigned, but it's just, like... I'm not getting this whole set just to get one Sonic. Like, give me a Tails. Give me a give me something to get excited about. Like, that's so lame. That's what I was going to ask you. So is this off of the first game? And Because, I mean, Knuckles was only in the third game, right? Yeah, it's off the first game. But it's like, don't make it off the first game. Make it off the third <laughs> game. The, the one that was submitted was off of, like, one of the newer games I don't even know about. And uh-huh. it had, like, two versions of Sonic in it. Like, a classic version and, a, and an updated one, which I, th- I felt like could have um, done a lot. But... There's got to be something behind this. Like, Sonic has already been in Lego form, so there's some deal there already. Maybe they were just like, hey, we want to do a whole line of sets like you're kind of doing with Mario, and let's just start with the first one. Yeah, what, the Dimensions? Is that what it was? Yeah, he was in Dimensions, and it was okay. just him, pretty sure. Yeah, it was just him um, that, came, that came in from the, from the whole theme or series here. And uh, yeah, the set, man. So beyond just being from the first movie and Robotnik looking like absolute trash, uh, this, there's just not a lot of playability or anything going on here. It's like it's it's more made for an adult. It says like connect and like collect more scenery, or you can like hook this up to itself again, or like build it a different way. But like it's just bad, man. It's just like <laughs> a rough set. I do like the badniks, the little robot creatures that you get though, because those were my favorite part of uh, the game. Yeah, they're they're good little builds, but. I don't know, man. There's there's a lot left to be desired from this set, and I I don't think I'm alone. I, I don't think many people are are too happy about this. I haven't looked into whether some of these pieces are printed. Like some of them have to be. Like Robotnik's head's got to be printed, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if there there's stickers on those for those like uh, power ups and stuff. That's that's probably what's uh, that's what's happening in the ideas line these I days. Mean, we already mentioned it though, but you could summarize the set into two words, and that and that's no knuckles. No knuckles. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, dude. I needed me a knuckles in there so bad. I know you love your knuckles too. 
He was the best in Sonic 3, man. He's the only reason I got through that game. <laughs> Which and, ones did you play? Oh, Sonic 3. That was okay. huge. Just because that tied in with the uh, McDonald's promotion uh, mm-hmm. that was happening <laughs> at the time. I did end up collecting all four of those toys that came out. And I believe it was Sonic. You get Sonic, you get Knuckles, you could get Tails, or you get Dr. Robotnik. And all I wanted was Knuckles. And I remember that was like the last one that you could get. But I wanted, you know, all of them just to have the complete set. I remember I got Tails. He was like the third one I got. And he's like this pullback action where like you load, he's like a little helicopter. So you load him on top of this little like trigger thing. And then you launch him up in the air. And he like spins around and flies. Now, on the car ride home, I was so excited. I was playing with him. And I was sort of like hanging him out the window a little bit to like make the propeller go around. He flew off. And it was, like, on some, some, like, route where it's, like, my dad couldn't just stop the car. But I was, like, stop the car! (laughs) And I was, like, the toy fell out the window. And he was, like, we're not stopping. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up collecting all four of the toys. But it was just, like, the trigger piece for Tails. (laughs) So I, I couldn't even look at it. I was just, like... Okay, it's a three-piece set for me. I could not even bear to look at the trigger <laughs> just to know the loss that had occurred. But, oh, um, man. that's a, He's like a sky sky dancer or whatever. That I would have loved that one. That one's sweet. Oh, yeah. Lest we forget. Do you remember what the uh, three and under toy was for that line? Uh, it was a uh, just a just a, like a squishy ball. Yeah, man. I'm looking at it now. Just wanted to quiz you. I knew you'd oh, know it, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And a little little fun fact, I probably, uh, devote Sonic's fans would already know this, but you know for Sonic 3, the cartridge came out. Sonic 3, that, you know, it was huge, came out. And then later, you could get the accompanying cartridge that you plug underneath it, and then you plug the other one on top of it, I think. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic and Knuckles came yeah. out later. So yeah. the, adapt- the adapter pack came out where you could make Knuckles a playable character. So that was never supposed to be what it was. Like, it was supposed to be all in one game. Like, I mean, think about it. Like, what other games had, like, an adapter pack like that? Yeah, it was really jank when you yeah. think about it. Just, like, flipped but, up. But they marketed it as this whole special thing where I know it captivated you because you wanted that so bad for Christmas. I remember you saying that, right? Oh, yeah. That was the top of the list, yeah. The interesting part is that it was never supposed to be like that. So they tied a promotion for Sonic 3 into. A McDonald's promotion. Now, the thing was, the game was falling behind and not nearly ready. So, in order to avoid a lawsuit with McDonald's, they just released the game as it was, unfinished. And then later, they came back and made that separate add-on. Oh, no way. Yeah. So, I thought I didn't that know was... That. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Just because, at the time, you know, you have no idea as a kid that that's going on. I just I know, know I wanted the toys from McDonald's. And I know you just wanted the adapter pack. It's like the business end of things, man. That's why I'm so interested in that stuff. It's just people <laughs> trying to make decisions. And they're just like, you think they're everyone's making the right one. Like as a kid, I'm like, oh yeah, they always had this plan, this like sweet thing that you flip back and you just plop on. I'm just like, oh my God, it's like a whole new game yeah. with Knuckles in it. You know, I'm just like, it's like two games in one. Like I was, I love that. I was like, I, I remember, I think I made fun of my friends with Nintendo. I was just like, your games don't do that. I'm like, look at this, look at this, look what I'm doing. But yeah, man, this is trash. Um, it's a shame. That, like, I feel like the ideas line is going a, a bit downhill. And we'll, we'll get into that later in the cast. Very negative cast, so. Pa, la, 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 pa, la, la,
All right, Strick. You got the whole world in your hands. Is that their slogan? You know what I'm talking about. No, it's not their slogan. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a pretty good one. We're, we are talking about Little Miss Handheld herself, Polly Pocket. Mm. How familiar are you with Polly Pocket, Strick? I'd say pretty familiar. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know the original toy and I know the updated toy. I'm assuming because you have sisters, they at least messed with this a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's how I'm familiar. I wanted to bring Polly Pocket on just because, I mean, obviously, we might have mentioned her in passing, but we've never had a uh, devoted discussion. And I feel like she she's earned it just because I feel like we've talked about Barbie. We've talked about American Girl. Polly Pocket's sort of like always, always been up there, but I feel like she's just always fighting for... For like third or fourth place for like memorable like girl toy dolls, you know? Yeah, that's that's a good fair point. Probably because she was so so small, man. I feel like Barbie has always had it not I don't want to say easy, but I, I'm comparing her to like Barbie's like just like driving a Cadillac that's just like right off the lot and it's just a perfectly functioning machine. And Polly Pocket just sort of like bought this used car and she's just had problems <laughs> and you know, she's driving with Barbie. She started the course out with Barbie, but by the end of it, her car doesn't look the same. Polly Pocket has had many changes throughout her run. She started in the 80s, and she continues to be sold to this day, but she's a little different in some areas. She's also been turned into three and three quarter inch figures. I think you're still able to buy some of the micro figures, and I think that's what she's best well known for. The compact set where it looks like a makeup compact kit. You open it up. And there's like a whole world for Polly Pocket, this little inch-sized micro Polly Pocket figure to play in. Those are the ones you remember, right? Uh, well, we have both of these, so I'm, I'm kind of familiar with her in both forms. Okay. Uh, specifically, what we're talking about is this new playset that came out that Mattel put out. It is the Polly Pocket Barbecue Party Pack. Mmm. And how wholesome. It is quite wholesome. And they've come a long way. You've already spoken to your experience with Polly Pocket, but I will... Uh, say that I didn't really have too much experience with Polly Pocket other than the fact that I knew she existed. Now, my best experience I've had with Polly Pocket is probably her brother line, which is Mighty Max. That also was put out a little after Polly Pocket was put out, uh, directed towards boys. And I bought into it like hook, line, and sinker. Like I thought that was so cool. It's like a little monster head. You open it up and there's this whole world inside for you to like, you know, battle monsters. It was the same thing. But, you know, directed towards boys. But I remember always looking at Polly Pocket in the stores and being like, oh, okay, well, Mighty Max, you know, he's always going on these adventures, but he's never, like, in, like, a domestic situation where he can just, like, put his feet up, you know? And Polly Pocket seemed to always be doing that. Because she was, I mean, Polly Pocket, I don't really know what she did for a living, but she seemed to be someone uh, of, uh, you know, wealth. Uh, just because I think she had, like, vacation homes like summer homes, cottages, mansions, you know, pools. She had it all. She was well off. So I kind of wanted Mighty Max to, you know, take a break for a while because I feel like he was always on the job in all of his play sets. So Polly sort of had it easy. She was just sort of like prancing around her mansions. So like you said, it's very wholesome, this barbecue set. It just looks like a whole bunch of fun, man. It looks like an, an afternoon uh, cookout. So, you know, she's got her uh, three best friends with her. Uh, they're just, you know, frying up burgers and dogs on the grill. You can switch the grill around uh, to looks like from burgers to prepared burgers and whatnot. Looks like you can change the channel on the TV. Comes with a little table for them to eat at. 
Looks like it comes with a little station with, uh, they, they could fill up their cups with, looks like old fashioned lemonade. Oh yeah, man. There you go. They could skateboard. There's a, there's a lot going on in this set that, uh, I do have it linked to the Walmart site, uh, and the set is priced at $20. So that's, I feel like that's a lot of value for, uh, uh what you're paying. These are, um, I, I enjoyed playing with these sets. Like they're surprisingly pretty entertaining. Um, the, the big draw is like just how many outfits you get and changing the, your dolls into the different outfits. And like the, the actual outfits are like gummy. I don't know if you know, like do you yeah. kind of think about what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, they are. I know what you're talking about. I always found that kind of odd. Like I, I didn't love that about it, but that's, that's what you do with these. You just change their outfits. <laughs> they go do a different activity <laughs> and then you just do a little make-believe, man. Yeah, it, it's just good, clean, wholesome fun. Nothing bad happens. <laughs> There's nothing to yeah. save. Nothing, not much adventure. It's just like we're, we're flipping burgers on the grill and that's what we're doing today. It looks like they do come with a lot of outfits and it's, you know, it's a big decision on what to wear uh, at barbecue night, you know, because you don't want to wear something that's real flashy. Uh, you want to wear something uh, that's sensible. And I, it looks like they come with a couple of rompers in here. So I probably, that's like a sensible outfit to wear like at like a cookout type situation. Cause you're probably going to get a little dirty. Uh, you don't want to look too prissy. I think the romper is the way to go. So I'm glad they included a couple of those in here. I'm with you on the romper. You want to match the vibe of the cookout. You don't want to, yeah, you don't want to show up too fancy or too underdressed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm pretty curious if these are the same, like, have they only changed once? I don't know if you have any idea. Have they only done a, done a redesign once? These look uh, kind of different from what I remember. Yeah, uh, it's pretty interesting. They they went from like micro scale to three and three quarter inch, uh, and then I think they went back to micro scale, and this line kind of like lived on as well. Like now now they're down. It looks it says three inch. Um, okay. So and they they went from like the gummy uh, dresses that you were talking about. To, I think they went to like magnetic dresses at one point where like the two halves snapped together and it was like for quick changes. Like they, that was like the whole, the whole gimmick of it, like quick changing poly or something like that. And it mm. might be back to gummy stuff. It looks like the gummy stuff. I'm looking at the shoes and stuff, but like some of that stuff was such a pain to get off them and on <laughs> I them. Can't, like, and I, I mean, can't speak to that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd be, I'd be playing with my, um, like my little cousins when they'd come over, like these, these were the toys my mom kept for whatever oh, reason. Okay. And she would just always put out like they, she kept them in a suitcase. It was like the weirdest thing. She kept them in a suitcase and then just like break open the suitcase and there's all the Polly pockets. And, um, <laughs> so I had, I had a lot of time older playing with these, like with my cousins. And yeah, it was a lot of frustration with like the little pieces and like the dress ripped cause it's gummy. Gotcha. It's almost got like Playmobil vibes, but dress up. Yeah. I mean, it gives me like Lego friends vibes, which I, I, you know how I feel about that. I feel like Polly Pocket did a little bit of, um, was a little bit uh, of a reference point for the Lego Friends doll. So if they had anything to do with it, I, I like them even less. <laughs> <laughs> this was not supposed to be a hit piece on Polly, so we'll we'll leave it at, this looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> All these are hit pieces, man. We're so negative. I refuse to have this segment be negative. This barbecue set looks like it kicks ass. I can't I can't wait to see reviews on it. So I'm really looking forward to it. All right, let's keep the hate train rolling, man. We're going right into Lego Brickheads, where we're, we're known to, you know, show our appreciation. Lego Brickheads, dude, Stranger Things, 
Toy Story, Looney Tunes coming in Brickhead's form, man. They're just, they're not stopping. They're, they're putting anything they can in this, uh, this form. You love Brickheads or you hate Brickheads? Love them or hate them? I hate them. <laughs> I know you hate them. <laughs> no. I'm, it's oh, whatever, man. dude. I'm, I'm like so numb to it now just because I, I thought these weren't going to be a thing. I thought this was just going to be something where it's like, it's so obscure I just laughed at because they're just trying to like sell off the pop vinyl success. And here they are just, you know, people love these things, obviously, because here they are. <laughs> so um, I don't know. What, what do you want me to say about these? I don't, you know, I don't like Stranger Things all that much. So, I mean, but the thing is, I like the Demigorg. I know you do. That's why I thought. That's pretty, that's pretty tight. That's, that's the one that's catching my eye, dude. I'm like, all right, I might get that thing just for the, uh, the Halloween kind of setup here. And you, like, Wiley is my favorite Looney Tune and Roadrunner. So, like, I'm, they did that to me, too. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if I can go down that rabbit hole. Remind us where you are, again, as a fan of these. Are you picking them up actively or did you where did you stop so um it's it's kind of active i'm i'm actually selling a ton right now i'll get into that in collection updates which they've done really well like i'm just like holy crap like people are paying this amount for this this kind of stuff which amazes me even the used stuff and then um so I, I'm, I'm like a little more encouraged about to keep to keep buying some of these um so star wars i'm going to continue like i haven't i've got that whole series minus the limited edition ones I've got all the seasonal stuff that like I celebrate. Like I don't have like Chinese New Year stuff or anything like that. And then some like weird ones, just like a smattering of a few weird ones. So like Stranger Things fits into the holiday and the weird ones stuff. And then the Looney Tunes are like kind of in a weird ones category. So I'm looking at both of those. I mean that's that's what I'm looking at right now. But then I just don't want there to be the next thing. Like like say the next thing's like I don't know like a Power Ranger or something like that. Like that I would be like oh crap. Like I feel like I need that. It's I'm on such a slippery slope with these things that I kind of need to keep presenting them to you to hear that you don't like them <laughs> to like <laughs> keep myself from buying some of these things. I feel like we're just both on the same wavelength here uh, at this point in our collecting lives where it's like, and we've said it a million times, a million times, but I know we're both trying to pare down on stuff. I mean, I've really made an effort to pare down on what I collect and what I don't collect and I don't, there's just so much product out there now, just in general, that you see stuff like this, and I'm just like, on what planet would you need to be from, you know, to, to buy some of the stuff that, that gets offered? This stuff specifically, or like, just stuff like stuff this? Stuff like this. I don't want to give, you know, all the blame to Brickheads, but I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I, and you've made some good points for them over the years. I understand they're like a quick build. Uh, it's satisfying. It's easy. It's it's fun to just build something that you like and you know put it on the shelf and you know depending on what it is, it looks good next to other stuff that you have. You know, I get all that. It's just it is totally not for me. Um, I've never been attracted to this pop look, and I will never be attracted to this pop look because that's what it is. It's 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 pop in disguise. You know, I I totally agree with you. I don't like that aspect of it. Like if pop didn't exist. I would like this so oh, much more. Agreed, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's the ickiest part of it. But at this point, I'm like, whatever. Like, <laughs> just I'll just pretend pop doesn't exist because okay. these are these are pretty cool. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm at the point where like I'm never I'm not gonna I'm not looking at playability if it's for me. Like I'm not looking at playability anymore. So it's just like, what do I feel like looks kind of cool on a shelf? Um, 
And for me, it's like different characters in the same kind of form, like multiple multiples of those over time, like minifigs. And then this stuff is like just the grown up version or bigger version of minifigs in my eyes. So I got like two kind of collections going at this point. Then it's like minifig collection and then a few brickheads collections. <laughs> I would never have you pegged as a brickheads collector, but you've just been collecting them all these years, man. They're uh, they do fit that camp where they're like they're easy. They're pretty easy to collect. They're like the only thing in the Lego site that you can get like ten dollars or less. You know, it's made for an adult, so yeah, they're pretty easy gifts. They're like cheap. They're they're easy to collect, and it, that's why it's like it's twenty bucks. You know, it's like whatever. It's, it's not that much of a, and they're always on sale. I got you, man. You're I still like you. You don't have to worry. <laughs> it's all good. Thanks, man. Hey, you. Do you like fun? Then now is the time for fun with Uno. It's as easy as matching colors or numbers. You like going backwards? Throw a reverse card. Bam! No! Uno is the perfect game for the family room. Recess, camping, the beach. So don't wait another second to shout Uno! Uno, you can find it in the games aisle. Oh god, I guess this is kind of a hate subject. <laughs> <laughs> These are all things we hate. It's just toy it's 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 a uh, toy fair getting canceled that's just putting a damper on all this stuff. It's That's you know, true it's... man. We we said we were unaffected but clearly we were wrong. <laughs> just disturbed. Uh, cuz we yeah. we are talking about another Mattel topic. Uno. But in this case we're talking Uno all wild. All wild. You know the game of Uno, you love it. How about how about those moments where you draw the wild card? God, oh, those moments where you draw the wild card. <laughs> oh, your palms get sweaty, dude. And you, you, you know. That's the whole reason you play the game, dude. Yeah, yeah. Or you lay down that draw oh, four yeah. on somebody oh, you, my you can't stand. Delivering a draw four on somebody that has like, you know, that has called Uno or something, you know. Ooh, that, that's intense. That's a, those are the best moments of the game for sure. Yeah, well, what Mattel has done, they have taken those sweet, delicious amazing moments they've dissected them and pulled them out of the game and they've cloned those moments into an entire complete deck of uno uh because uno all wild is that that's what it means all the cards are wild how do you even win yeah how do you feel about that they're all wild. <laughs> that's, that's awful <laughs> i know what you're thinking yeah the the as as soon as i heard that i'm just like how how do you even go about playing that game yeah like why would you need to change the color yeah see there's no there's no <laughs> color changing there, there's no color changing at all everything is wild so every single card can be played in your hand at all times when it's your turn you can literally play any card hmm. i think it would help if we just go through all the cards offered themselves now understand that again i say it's all wild so all the numbers all that stuff has been taken out of this game it is all wild cards so let's just run through the new cards we have the standard wild card so there's nothing on it uh nothing happens so what does that card do oh, okay nothing happens absolutely nothing okay <laughs> you play that card your turn is done okay so the next card is the the traditional reverse but it's wild obviously i'm not i'm not going to say everything's wild because you already know it's all wild so it's the reverse card so when it's your turn i forget which way you start out with i think you go i think you start out going clockwise and then the reverse you know if you play it goes counterclockwise Other easy direction. enough that's a card we know the skip card skips the skips, my favorite skips the card next oh. to you. yeah love it love it love the skip yeah uh, then we have the, uh, draw two. So that's always a fun Ever, one yeah. too. 
Fan favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, so you lose your turn, but you're drawing two cards. You can't play anything. Love that. Uh, the draw four is still there in the form of a wild, Ooh, which is the, nice to the, see. The king. Yeah. The king that's of all still cards. That's nice to see. And then uh, I think this is new. It's a double skip. That's new. Yeah, I haven't heard of the double skip. So two, two people, uh, the two people going after you get skipped. Then we also have my favorite card that I think should be integrated into a standard Uno deck is the targeted plus two. So you can, anybody playing Uno, you can say, hey, you're drawing two. Yo, that's good. Now they don't miss their turn though when they play it, when, when their turn comes up. Mm-hmm. So if it's like, you know, three people away from you, they just pick up two. And then when it gets to their turn, they play. So that's okay. the only drawback, but it's still nice. It, it's cool because it's like, if the person that's sitting next to me has like the full deck in their hand, and I give them a draw too. It's like, you know, what's the point? Because the person that's like two people away from me is about to win. So that's that would be really nice uh, to integrate in the new one. Anyway, the uh, next and I believe final new card is you can switch hands with somebody. So if you have, you know, the full deck, like I said, and somebody calls out Uno, I guess you can play that card and swap hands with them. And then just win. Well, you got to immediately call Uno or else, you know, you're going to get canned. What were your rules around Uno? Like, how did you ever get in fights over, like, you got to let me put the card down first before you, like, call me out on Uno? I feel like we got in heated debates about it. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely, you have to, so the next person has to put the card down in order for uh, the person that didn't call Uno to get in trouble. But if, like, you're, mm. you know, if they're putting it down and you're saying Uno, like, I know people were trying to, like, trying to snipe you. Like, that, that didn't yeah. fly. I was never just, like, Oh yeah, you got me totally. Like you were putting the card down, and I said it while you're putting the card down. Like no, like get real. <laughs> yeah, it'd be that. It'd be like the next player, like just just there with their card, ready to get you. I'm pretty sure we had to like if you missed out on calling Uno, you had to like draw four. Is that the standard? Something like that. Yeah, I think it's like draw four or like pick up the whole deck. <laughs> <laughs> just like really punish you. But yeah, we I think we like to introduce our own rules when we played, and it was there was there's definitely times where it's like you're picking up the whole deck. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And that 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 is totally gone now. Like with this, there. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay yeah, you're picking up the deck is part of the game. Never mind. Because you could just you could play literally anything in your hand at any time. Uh, so that that's the whole thing, and I think it's meant to just be a faster paced Uno game because I guess there are certain games of Uno that you play that last a long time, but that's that's. The, the allure of it. That's part of it. So changing it into all wilds is not something that I'm wild about. Well, so here's a question. I definitely, um, I'd much prefer just the regular Uno game. So how many of each card is it an equal distribution, do you think? There's, what are yeah, they, eight it's cards? it's 112 cards. I imagine they're pretty close to equal distribution. Yeah, because like the wild card is pretty much like a face card. You just don't have to worry about like the color swapping. And then it's just a regular, like if, if there are as many of the regular wild cards as there are just number cards in, the, in a regular Uno deck. It'd kind of be like just playing Uno. Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, you literally, you do not want to see just the blank wild card at all because everything else, everything oh, no. else is just, you know, screw you to another player. Like that is literally <laughs> just being like, I don't have anything, you know? If if you're like next to somebody and with like, like you could just be such a jerk in this, like you could just ruin someone's life. Man, I want to play me some Uno, some regular Uno. You take away all the numbers, all the colors. You know, that, that strips you with all the, the really fun stuff. And you would think, oh, man, yeah, you know, all the fun stuff. How can that not be fun? Well, I think that takes a lot of the strategy out of Uno, too. Like, there's a lot of table talk goes into Uno. Like, there's a lot of tells in Uno as well. It's like you're, you're also – you're not only playing your hand. You're also playing other people. So 
If yeah. somebody is like constantly putting wild cards down, being like, keep that stuff green, keep it green. I want it green. <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a big tell. Like I'm going to be dropping all my blues, you know, on them. Uh, so that yeah. is totally eliminated, which is, you know, that, that's a big part of it. Like the, the whole table talk aspect of it. I'm, I'm missing that here. That's true, man. You're, you're bringing me back to like the days of Uno at like the pool, you know, playing at oh, Uno yeah. between, between swim class. Uh, yeah, man, that's, that's a big part of the game. I loved, I, I loved me when it was like, it goes around the table twice, like, Ooh, all reds. Everybody's like, Oh, thank God it's red. Oh, it's red. And then you just throw like the yellow three on top of the red Dude. three and everybody's like, this- no. <laughs> the satisfaction of just like changing it with a numbered card oh yeah oh that was so good <laughs> yeah man oh they really you know i was gonna put my motel hat on it's like if you took like a ben and jerry's ice cream flavor you know like like pistachio my favorite flavor <laughs> and you just removed all the cream and ice cream and just like here here's all the pistachios the wild part <laughs> isn't this good <laughs> Another board game you could compare this to is like Candyland. It's like, well, get rid of all the colored space cards and let's just play with the people, <laughs> yeah. all the character cards. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, just getting stuck in gloppy yeah. swamp. Whoever, for whoever gets hours. Queen Frostine is just wins, I guess. It's like that's yeah. kind of how this feels. It's like you're just you're taking all those special moments in the deck where, oh, a wild card. It's a little little like breath of fresh air. Like, oh, here we go. I got life in this game right now. A wild. Oh, no, no more. But- Look at how much fun this family's having in the in the promotional materials. Oh, dude, it's a hoot. They're cheesing ear to ear, man. <laughs> yep. Easy to say I'm not picking this up. Um, I would much rather just... We have a Uno deck that doesn't get used already, so I'll just stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to play some Uno now, man. Yeah, I'm kind of craving it right now. Last, and certainly not least, topic of the night, and, and probably the one that the most hate will be thrown upon it is the lego exclusives discounted on legoshop.com now you might be saying like what's the story there you know we got some discounts on sets that's fine that's maybe not nothing new all these sets man fall in this vein of who is this for like who is this massive expensive set for and lego's cutting prices on these things so in my mind that's like a signal that some of this stuff ain't working and they're going (laughs) and hopefully they go back to the drawing board and they're like you know, maybe we shouldn't put out just like a hundred sets at a time. Um, like it's not even an exaggeration. So we've talked about this a lot, man. Just want to kind of end the cast on, on this sour note of <laughs> there's too much stuff. There's too much stuff. And like, why, why is there need to be this much? I love this now, just because when you, when you sent me this as a discussion topic, I'm just like, what could we possibly talk about with these discounts? Like, why are you excited about this stuff getting discounted? <laughs> I had no idea. Like, it's like the Queer Eye show set, the Adidas shoe, and a plant. And I'm like, what is exciting here? <laughs> what are we doing looking at this? Now I get it. You explained it. I, I, I get it, man. Who who buys this? I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Queer Eye, and I, I love Lego. And I, I am interested in these minifigures, but in no way do I want to build their apartment for a hundred and whatever it is. It's over a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and now it's discounted down to eighty. I still don't want to buy that apartment. That's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous set. It's a ridiculous price. Maybe there's a group of folks out there that want this set, and they're and they're so pleased, and they don't care. And like that's great for you. But like at a at a mass, 
like they're, they're selling these at a mass volume to like across countries. It's it's insane to me that they manufactured this product and the other ones. The queer eye. You said it's an idea set, right? Yes, yeah, it it's uh no, it's, oh, not, it's not even. Not they even they came set. up with no. that and they just like put it out there like, "Oh yeah, let's dig this up and 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 make this a set." Like that's just I know they're trying to go in that same vein of just like, oh, yeah, remember this type deal? Like, oh, look at this. this Look at this TV show. We did this. And it's just not working. I think they're just, yeah, they're just, they're swinging. I mean, I mean I'll mean i say the new Queer Eye is like pretty good. I mean, if you're to like makeover shows and like, you know, you see the schlub at the beginning and they become like the beautiful butterfly yeah, at the hilarious. end. It's hilarious. It's love, hysterical. Who doesn't love a good, why is it so funny? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in some cases they legitimately change these people's lives like if you hope they kind of continue their routines after these guys Absolutely. leave but um that's a feel-good show i like it um and i definitely like the minifigures like these these guys are pretty iconic at this point um it's and their minifigs are like very true to form like they look great uh tan's hair piece i love like i really want that um but the set itself no don't want this set at all these should these should just been like a collectible minifigure weird thing like tv you know netflix uh you know with like uh, stranger things or something else like just throw like a netflix series out there a collectible minifigs and then they'll sell like banana cakes you know like they'll sell like crazy i don't know why they have to latch it on to such an expensive set like that's what i was gonna say they could have made like some like small backdrop like a third of this they could have made you know and just yeah. have the figures all stand in front of it like nicely exactly yeah it's like it's it's too much um and it's it's even with the seinfeld stuff like it's it's like a $60 set or something like that. I'm like, I just want the Seinfeld figures. I don't need his apartment. I don't need that. You know, it's like somebody, if they really want it, they could build it. It's like, you can't really, unless you go by custom, you can't get the minifigs. So, uh, the shoe just like, that looked kind of blocky and weird. Like sometimes Lego should just stick away or stay away from just such round and organic material. I don't know. And the plant actually looks pretty decent, but it's like the thing I can't get over with the plant series is there's literally a step where you just dump a bunch of small little studs into the base of the oh, plant to be like soil. dirt okay. for soil or dirt. And that would just like annoy the crap out of me. <laughs> just knowing that there's all those pieces that could just be lost or go somewhere. Um, so yeah, man, I'm, I'm liking that I'm seeing these things discounted because I think it's sending a message to Lego, hopefully that they're going to, rethink this 18 plus strategy they can't be coming out swinging so for the fences like they really got to be strategic here so they don't i don't know the shoe i can almost see it i know there's shoe collectors out there i know that's a big thing i don't get it it's not something that i would ever be interested in collecting but i know i know that stuff's out there the plant is just like have you see, have you watched videos of people like praising it like it, it enhances a collection <laughs> somewhere like i don't get it no no i mean it's funny because like one of the plant sets Nicole saw, and she's like, oh, that's kind of pretty. I like that. Well, there you go. So, There's the target market. Yeah, but she's not going to buy it. That's like maybe and like people, you know, people, obviously there's people out there that buy these things. It's not like zero people bought it. But it like when you see discounts on this stuff, it means like it didn't hit mass appeal. Right. Um, and maybe that's not important for this stuff. Like it's clearly for an older, older generation, 18 plus. But I, I don't know. Like I just I get wary when you don't want to see something. You don't want to see a company you like making bad decisions and bad moves and start devaluing other things. Right. So like that's that's why it gets a little um scary for me is like if they keep doing this weird stuff and like this stuff loses value, then I'm gonna be pretty annoyed. Gotcha. But yeah, man, I I don't know what this means for the future. Like to your point with the sneaker stuff, it's like it really felt that they were just like, 
what would somebody consider putting on their shelf? Like they, they mentioned this in an interview that that's kind of how they approach the 18 plus stuff is like, what if people already put it on their shelves? It's like, well, people collect shoes, people collect, uh, you know, people collect have plants. <laughs> like there's different reasons why you'd want to plant, but like, what would someone don a shelf with and, and want it to look there? And then they try to Lego fi it. I know, uh, yeah, a couple, a couple of the things that they went after did not sell well. People didn't love them. So I don't know what that means uh, long-term for the 18-plus line, but we'll see. All right, man, let's get into those collection updates. Collection updates. Eh, 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 ooh. Sorry to put you on the spot there, but nah, dude. can't get through a cast without hearing those, those sick pipes. That's, that's, that's how we improve, man. That's how we get better, you know? That's true. Just, just keep at it. <laughs> I don't have a good transition. Just going to go right into lots of selling going on. Um, I am, I, everything's listed that I want to list right now. So it's a, it's a good chunk of change that's hopefully coming in the door. I've already probably sold, sold a third of it in like a matter of two weeks. So I'm very happy with the way that things are going. Prices are up like an insane amount. I can't believe some of the stuff people are paying for stuff that's open. You know, it's, I don't even have the box anymore and the stuff it's going for. I'm just like, whoa, somebody's got some money right now. That's great because I could use use cash uh, instead of this stuff litter in my closet so that's me man i'm not adding too much right now we just had an insane christmas so trying to take it easy a little bit right now yeah strick strick is very modest well i know his end goal is to sell everything and eventually stop doing this cast and eventually <laughs> I'll, it'll just goal. be me talking to myself uh i know i know you just want to be rid of all your toys at this point so keep on selling that's not it at all man you know that I every every single thing I, I'm looking at, like I had to make some hard choices, uh, stuff that we talked about. And even, you know, like the Brickheads keeping the Star Wars line. I made that at the kind of the last minute. I, that stuff was like about to be listed. And I was like, yeah, I just like I, I'm going to be annoyed. I was like, let me just let me just list this stuff first and then worry about some of this other stuff later if I'm going to keep calling down. But that nah, man, I feel good about what I have now. It's it's all about fitting it into a a much smaller space and I want to start appreciating it. So I, I don't have a lot of display space anymore either. So I, it's on my list to like figure out display where I'm going to put stuff and then try to get everything displayed. That's kind of my goal is like, I don't want too much sitting in storage. I want it out and I want it to be seen. Otherwise I'm not enjoying it. So that is awesome to hear, dude. You have, you have no idea what a relief that is to hear, man. What do you think? I was just going to keep selling <laughs> until it's all gone. Dude, I just I I knew the reality of the situation where it's like with a kid, it's like you get a lot less space. Like you you're making compromises. You're moving stuff into boxes, into storage. Like there it might sit, you know? Like I get it. I was a little nervous that your your mindset was slowly starting to get like bended and twisted to the point where it's like, you know what? I can live without displaying any of this. And then eventually I'm just going to sell it all anyway. And that'll be that. No, definitely not. Uh, and there's, there's stuff that I've, you know, earmarked to build with Oliver or like build for him. Cause there's honestly, dude, there's, there's like sets that every single morning when he wakes up and comes in our bedroom and we have this like little morning routine, he's like Lego car. Like he says it every morning and I got to get the big Lego car set and like just show it to him, show him the box. Like it's not even built. And he's just like, we just look at it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, there's the engine. There's that thing. And he's just like, he's just loving it. And I'm just like, I cannot wait to build this thing for you. Like it's going to be awesome. And like he, he plays with the modulars. Like he's going to be, I'll be really shocked if he's not into Lego. And even if he's not, I'm still just going to have that stuff. I'm going to buy it for him. Even if he's just like, has what's nothing to do with it. I'll just put it together. Nice. It's like, it's, I, I can't imagine my life without 
Lego. Like I can't imagine it. Um, so gotcha. Remind us at home uh, some of the big names in your collection right now. Like as far as like what you want the collection to be or what it is currently. Like what are you focusing on mainly? That's good. That, thanks for teeing that up. So there is minifigures is kind of the core. That's the stuff I'll hold on to for as long as I possibly can to like the day I die is, is my minifig collection because it's, it's quite extensive. There's a lot of Star Wars is like the big um, part of it, but I want that stuff displayed. And there's just a lot of variety in there. So I think it's cool. Love the minifigure. Always have. It's always been my favorite part of Lego. So that's that's the main stuff. Um, Brickheads are in there. I could take them or leave them one day, but for now they're fun to put together. So I'll, I'll keep them. And then the third bit is big sets. So like stuff that is marquee, it takes up a lot of space. Those I'm tr I've trimmed down and I'm only focusing on a few lines, which are the modular buildings because Oliver really loves those. Even with like what my wife, Nicole, likes them. She thinks they look kind of cool. Um, the cars and that's uh, that was on the fence, but Oliver just loves them so much. He asked for it every morning. So I'm just like, I can't get rid of those at this point. I'll, I'll just hang on to them for now. Keep collecting them. And then the Christmas stuff is my favorite stuff to put together. So like Christmas Village, that's staying for sure. That stuff I'll never get rid of. And that's kind of it. Cool. I think, um, yeah, just a few other, you know, smatterings of idea sets and just things that catch my eye. But that's that's it, man. I just love hearing you talk about it, man. I'm, I'm just I'm <laughs> glad, you know, you're still in that mindset. Uh, you had me worry these past couple of months. I'm like, oh, we're on a downward spiral. Here we go. I mean, it's it's not great. It's like in terms of toy collecting, it's not great, you know, because I got to get rid of all this stuff. But it's good. It's it's refreshing. I'm feeling lighter. I'm getting good return on this stuff that I'm selling. So it's like the architecture series is probably the one that is insane right now. I'm selling like the early Skyline series, like the Berlin. It's like a thirty dollars set originally. It's going for like two hundred dollars used. Damn. It's it's insane, dude. Yeah. So it's like that kind of stuff. That's like really probably one of the most insane ones, but. Brickheads that I still had in box, like the Homer and um, Homer Simpson and Krusty the Clown. I I intended to build it at one point, but I just I don't need it anymore. So that stuff's getting high value. So I'm I'm excited. What about you, man? Give me something you're you're bringing in the doors. All right, man. Well, look, we just turned that whole negativity train and just parked it at positive positivity station. Yeah. I feel like I want to I want to label your update under under positive. I feel like that was a good update. So is that the only positive part of the cast? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, we're going to keep it rolling with, uh, with okay, some positivity. Cool. Um, just because I'm sort of experiencing nothing like what you're experiencing, uh, just cause you're, you're, your boys, uh, several months older than my, my boy, but my, my boys, uh, he just turned 10 months. So very small spatterings of a, uh, a personality starting to get developed, but he's at that point where he's, he can like, look at stuff and like interact with stuff it's not just like oh put in mouth type deal it's like he can like push a button you know look at the lights or that that flash or like he'll we'll read a story to him and he'll like you know wait for us to be done reading the page for him to like try to flip the page over or you know like watching a tv show like he won't just listen to the songs like he'll just like watch like we will let him watch like just basically just like daniel tiger Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood on PBS. Like, that's the only thing that we let him watch. He'll actually, like, watch the show now. So, as opposed to just, like, listening for, like, songs or something. So, it's really cool to see. So, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm really getting excited uh, for when we start getting into, like, cooler things to show him. Um, and that ties in perfectly with uh, a collection update that 
isn't really my collection. It's more so uh, my boy Carter's collection because I bought yeah, I bought this for him. It is a book. It is one of the Golden Sound storybooks. So it's a vintage book that I bought him. And it is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Food Fight book. I don't know if anybody's familiar with it. But uh, they did put out a, a, a book for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, if you can believe it. Uh, Golden Sound story for everybody. Uh, I don't know if it means anything to you when I say that, but these were the books that are, like, electronic. So they had, like, a little um, picture panel, key panel on the side where you could press each little picture, and that would make a noise. And those noises would be indicated by the picture panel in throughout the story. So, you know, like, the dog went was walking down the street, and the dog made a wolf sound, and then, you know, you press, like, the picture, you'd find the picture of the dog and press it, and you make a wolf sound. So it's like a very interactive uh, story. So they actually did that with one episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Food Fight, and that's what I bought. I actually do have it here with me, so I was wondering if you wanted to hear some of the sound effects. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, But yeah, I mean, somebody might be familiar with these. I mean, I don't know if I'm ringing any bells. And I know they did a whole bunch of them, like Sesame Street did some. Um, I think like all the Disney movies had them uh, back in the day. I'm sure they do something like this now i don't i'm sure probably not with the same company but i'm sure they're around but do you remember these oh yeah dude they're around i had a lot of these i'm actually trying to look up the one she's coming around the mountain was the one that i had like that song she's coming around the mountain when she comes um yes a song book yeah i don't i just looked it up for this brand they didn't make it but um i did have a lot of these like disney and stuff like that i was gonna say because they they translated mostly like movies and tv into these that that (laughs) That sounds the coming around the mountain. That's like a what a nursery rhyme or what? Yeah, man, something like that. Yeah, that was like the one I had. Yeah, that was what I liked a lot. So I did provide you a link um, on there, Strick, and for everybody at home, so you could you could look at the book uh, that I'm talking about. And you can look at the side panels. So maybe um, I, I might play. Uh, yeah, you trying to do a game style? And I yeah, got, I'll do. I'll do a couple the of them. Of the yeah, I'll do a couple of them where I'll play them, and then you can do your best to uh, link up the the noise to to a picture so um, all right if you have a good if you have a good look at them i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna play uh you know three let's i'll do three of them for you see if you see if you can pair up three all right all right let's see let's see how we go that was that one did you hear it do 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 yeah yeah i'm going uh oh actually oh okay that is the um the the watch looking thing like fourth from the bottom good job dude yeah that's the communicator the communicator. All right, that one's pretty easy. Yeah. Okay, that's that's them when they're they're just like come in Zordon. Yeah, Power Rangers. Yeah, you nailed it, dude. All right, that one was kind of easy. Let's uh let's try another one. Oh wow. Yeah. What <laughs> what right. that sound like to you? <laughs> like dial up internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh I don't know third from the third from the bottom. Ooh. No, third mm. from the bottom's a laser blast. No, nah. that was that, that was one? actually the Zordon one. No, it wasn't. It was because that's them teleporting to the command center. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that was okay. Yeah, you, that you was a tricky. That was a tricky one. Yeah, that that's a tricky one. I'll do I'll do two more. Here here's okay. this this one's kind of a a, a gimme kinda. How long is this one? <laughs> I like that sound. 
Does it just keep going? I tried to stop it, but I ended up hitting it again. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say that was really long. That's that machine-looking thing with the yeah, but what's it called? Stack. Oh, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Do I need to know what it's called? It's the fourth from the top. Very good. Yeah, it's the Monstermatic. The Monstermatic. Okay. All right. That was a good one. I like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's just a small spattering. Um, well, I'll lay the fourth smattering. one on me. Here, I'll, all right. Yeah, I'll lay a fourth one on you. Now that sounds like dial-up internet. Uh, I have no idea which one that is. <laughs> that's my least favorite one. That is the what? that's the lightning bolt. That's a lightning bolt. What, are the, what is that supposed to be? It's supposed to be like zapping, like when an enemy gets zapped, like psh, zap. There's the sound effect. Uh, it sounds horrible. I hate it. That's rough. Can you just roll through them real quick? I just I'm yeah, curious sure. to hear I'll, them. We'll go from the top. I'll play the ones I didn't play for you. All right. That one's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, that's that's them morphing. That's tight. And we got our girl. That's horrifying. <laughs> and then we got our boy. <laughs> that one's the best. <laughs> that one's the best. Yeah, that's. I wanted to guess that's that one. That's flipping into action. Yeah, okay. I wanted to guess that one. Then we got the one. laser blast that you made a guess on. Okay. And then we might have the the the, the game changing best one. Oh, this is the page mm. transition. So when you go to turn the page, you got to press this button. Every time. Every time, right. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is pretty tight, right? I didn't like the beginning part of I it. I want that to be my made, ringtone, dude. <laughs> they made up for it at the end. Yeah, so it's it's fun, man. Um you just read the book, and when those pictures show up, you can press them. He's still too young to know all that, but like I, I'll press him. But it'll get to that point where he's at that age where it's like, all right, you can't read, but you know you can follow Daddy's finger along. And once his finger gets to the picture, play that sound effect. Like I'm really like psyched to do that. Mm, so that's gonna be so fun. It man. will be. Yeah, you're on the precipice of it getting really, really cool. Because <laughs> then, because <laughs> then right after that, I'm gonna play the episode for him food fight yo are you are you so i'm gonna be like yeah here look this is it in real in, in real time here you go he, he might not be too into it i'm he'll be into it <laughs> <laughs> i'm only saying that because i've tried to show uh, oliver like star wars and stuff and he's he's into it for like maybe a minute or two and then he's just like nope i'm i'm over this oh. so it could be don't get too excited. Oh, well, dude, I mean, Star Wars, that's one thing, but Power Rangers is like Star Wars on crack, you know? That's true. That's true. Love, you got to let me know how he responds. I'm curious. Last thing I'll say about this uh, book, uh, I, I don't, the only thing I don't like about it is some of these sound effects don't get used after like a couple of pages, so it gets a little repetitive, like, because mm. Rita's only in the beginning of this, so like the first like two or three pages... She gets used a lot, but then after that, she's done. You might as well rip that thing off the board. <laughs> I forgot you reuse them like page to page. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't have page numbers, so I don't know how many pages it is. But I mean, I would, I'd venture to say at least you know like fifteen, twelve, or yeah, fifteen twenty pages or so. So yeah, Rita, Rita's only like in it the first like two pages. <laughs> so after that, you just don't use that sound effect. Same with the monstermatic. Like you don't you don't play that ever again uh, after like the first couple of pages. 
the pig, you're playing the whole thing, which is great because I love that. <laughs> that's, that's still my favorite. That's the best uh, one. But yeah, the, the one Carter seems to like is the transition. Sent, and I have to agree with him. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that one's my second favorite. That's a good hey, one. He's got good taste, man. Hey, man, we we haven't mentioned the pudgy pig in a while. You know, he's got to get on the cast in every single way he possibly can. So whether it be through, uh, you know, Golden Sound Storybook, what have you, he needs to be on here. That's true. Every cast has got to be there. You get you get that one for free. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us today, man. Uh, if you'd like to stay up to date on all things Toy Talk, guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for the Toy Talk, guys. I know, Motel, you got some content coming out soon, right? Yeah, we got content coming out. We got it coming out. Uh, please give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts if you can. Spotify, you can review now as well, so give us a five-star there. And don't be afraid to uh, tell a friend about the show. Get our get our listenership up. And thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we hope to see you again next time. <laughs>